Welcome to Tuscan Radio this week for January 15th, 2021. Uh, got a lot of news this week, a lot of big gaming news, some uh, reported castings, some Ahsoka news, um, some news about the Kevin Feige movie, and I've got in my hands, I finally got it, Star Wars The High Republic number 1 by Kevin Scott. Again, uh, do do some subscription problems and like orders and everything i do not yet have this month's issue of vader number nine so uh but yeah but whenever i get that that's when i'll I'll be talking about it uh so yeah let's just start up front with some of well we got star wars on disney plus this week uh this week on january 15th um disney insider is going to be um doing a segment about the launch of Star Wars The High Republic. So, um, yeah, that's going to be super interesting. And also, coming this week, um, sort of related to Star Wars, because of all the just Marvel and Star Wars crossover news. Not really just like an actual crossover, just like so many pe- people that were that have worked on, and in the MCU are now working on Star Wars and vice versa. Uh, WandaVision on Disney Plus this week. Uh, the first two episodes are out right now. Um, I'm recording this Thursday night at like 5 p.m. Central. Show's coming out in like s- nine hours. Not staying up uh, for this yet just because of school and everything. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, the review for WandaVision, first episode is coming tomorrow night. Um, it's going to be me. Alex Edwards and Yvonne Sita breaking down the first two episodes of the show. And, uh, yeah, we're, pr- um, it's, that's going to be on an, another Marvel podcast, of course, as it is the first, um, I'd say that's the first show in the MCU, uh, or at least the first television series from, from Marvel Studios. They've been kind of caged with it. Like, they, they haven't been saying the first show in the MCU, they've been saying the first show from Marvel Studios. I mean, like, with the Mandalorian promotions, it's it was all, like, the first live-action Star Wars TV series. So, I mean, it's giving me some hope that, uh, you know, shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Daredevil are still canon. But, um, yeah. Um, so that's on Disney+. Plus. Disney Insider, High Republic launch, that's come, that drops, it's out right now, as you guys will be listening to this. Um, and there is just an insane amount of gaming news. We're going to go into that last. Um, start with the main thing. Start with this. Uh, so, you know, I, I like I, I, I like the shows. I, I'm much more invested in the shows than I am in the movies. I'm going to be honest with that. Um, with anything, really. With with anything. Like, right now, you know, if, if I'm forced to choose between the Marvel films and Marvel television, I'm, I'm picking television. Movies... Right, I just really love just the stories that Marvel TV has told. I hope that continues with Disney Plus. Um, yeah, but TV, that's my main thing with Star Wars movies. You know, when there's a movie that's coming out, I, I I'm still super super hyped up. But like, you know, right now, I'm just much more excited for all the Star Wars TV shows. I mean, granted, it's because we're getting like getting eight more seasons of live action at least because there's gonna be eight shows and we know we're getting season three mandalorian seven shows after that 
got the Bad Batch pretty soon. I'm surprised I haven't gotten a trailer for that. When did the, um, is what I, here's what I think we're getting. I think we're getting, uh, um, fe fe February, just like Clone War Season 7. I think that's just going to be, like, February, like, third weekend of, like, third Friday of February. It's just, that's, like, the kickoff for this year's Star Wars animated series. So let's just, uh, let's just see if we can find... Um, when the trailer for season seven of Clone Wars dropped, because if we can determine that, can probably determine. All right, January twenty second. So that's like a week from today. It's like a week from today. Um, that's when the uh, Clone Wars season seven trailer was released, and we got that official announcement of February twenty first. Will will we get the same thing with the bad with the Bad Batch? I, I hope so, I hope so. Or maybe, you know, I could also see them doing, like, you know, more of, like, a traditional network TV schedule for their big Marvel and Star Wars shows, where September through May, it, that's all live action, where, you know, um, this year, we're getting, I'm just stuff we know about, like, this year, we're getting Ms. Marvel in the fall. I'm, I'm, I'm My guess for Ms. Ms. Marvel is September. Uh, then right after that, there's Hawkeye in late 2021, and then in December we have the Book of Boba Fett. And then my guess is January is going to be Andor, and then yet after that is for Marvel we got She-Hulk and Moon Knight, and then for Star Wars you got the third season of Mandalorian, and we got o Obi-Wan Kenobi. So maybe just summer is just anim is animation. You know we're getting we're getting what if. The Marvel What What If series, which I'm, oh my god, I'm instantly hyped for What If. Um, yeah, this What If looks just looks so, so good. Um, but yeah, let's just talk about some of the shows we're getting for Star Wars. So this is one of the, some of the big news for this, for these last weeks. I had this on the, sh on the thing for last week and I forgot it, I forgot about it. Um. According to uh, PiratesAndPrincesses.net, I don't know, um, Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark himself, is um, going to be Thrawn. No. 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 No, no. No, no, no. Um, no, he's not Thrawn. I, I, I love... RDJ, he's he's my favorite actor. He is not Thrawn. No. Um I I I don't see it. I don't see it. I could see him maybe being like you know, when when I if if I were to think of like RDJ in Star Wars, I think of Rail Avaros from uh Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, she... That book... I, I love that book. I, I, I love Qui-Gon Qui stories. So, you know, there's that also. And, you know, I... You know, like, that's a Jedi that, like, really RDJ could play so well. So, so well. Like, he just... He's, he's like a Tony Stark J Jedi, honestly. So... Yeah, but if this is true, I'm, I'm definitely not gonna be... Upset... 
you know what? I trust Favreau and I trust Filoni. And I definitely trust uh, Downey. So if if we, if we get that, if if we get that, you know, that's gonna be fine. Um. You know, I I think it's very possible that this is true. Uh, honestly, Katie Sackoff, just just like that, I I'd love to see Lars Mikkelsen come in and play that character that he just played so insanely well in Rebels. But also, you know, Ro Rosario Dawson, she was great as Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. But, you know, I I really want... But So if, if you're going to recast Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, Doctor Strange, he'd be a great Thrawn. Like, seriously, he would be... Oh my god, like, I'm gonna see some fan art now of, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch Thrawn. Like, how how could you not have it? Like, this just looks... Oh my god. Uh, I, I, I love it. That's... It just works so well. It, it, it works so well. Uh, well, yeah, so, you know... I don't know what Pirates and Princesses does really like I don't I've heard of that site I don't really use it that often my go-to uh, news site for geek stuff Mar Marvel Star Wars all that stuff is comicbook.com I, I use that a lot um not a plug it's just that, that that's what I use so yeah I'm gonna see well yeah anyway um uh, I just don't, I, I just don't think he'd be good as, like, R, RDJ's good at anything. He's, he's good at all of his Mar Marvel stuff, and I still got, gotta watch those Sherlock Holmes movies, but, you know, he was just a great actor, great actor, and I'm sure if, if he was cast as Thrawn, they'd do it much better. They, they, well, not better, he'd be very good, very, very good. Um, so let's talk about this other news. So exciting. Uh, Liam Neeson wants to be in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, so I'm going to try and find this audio right here from a Collider interview. So I'm just going to pull this up real quick. All right. So I found the audio and, uh, here it is. I put on Twitter that I was going to talk to you. Uh, when I, I got a million tweets of people talking about Star Wars and asking him about Star Wars. Are you a little surprised at, at the fans still wanting you to return to play Qui-Gon in some way? I, I, I'll be honest with you, I haven't heard that at all. Oh, I, I've definitely heard it. Okay. Uh, sure, I'd like to. I mean, I'm, I'm wondering, is Star Wars starting to fade away from the cinema landscape, do we think? Actually, Disney Plus is launching like 10 series that are based on Star Wars, and one of them is an Obi-Wan series with Ewan McGregor. Okay. They're, they're sort of spin-offs, are they? Yeah, it's going to it's gonna take place. See, I was wondering if Ewan had called you and said, um, hey, uh, I'm doing a spin-off series. Maybe we can do like a flashback. Sure, I'd be up for that. Yeah. I hope you get to return. I loved your work in Star Wars, and I love your work and everything. Thank you so much for your time. So, uh, 
Yeah, this is so. This is obviously um, an interview with uh, Collider, uh, obviously. But uh, it, this is well. I mean, it's it's obviously an interview. But um, yeah. Uh, so Liam Neeson was on Collider to um, talk about his new movie, The Marksman, which uh, yeah. Uh, let's see what what's up with this movie, The uh, The Marksman. It's good. Uh, it's I I just saw it's only a limited theatrical run. Oh, it's thirty-eight on Rotten Yep. Nope. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. So he's. Yeah. He he'd like to uh, return. But, you know you that's just you know you you love to see that you you love to see the actors themselves just want to come back to this universe. I mean even after everything that happened with um with the sequels and all that. They they just you know, there's just some something about Star Wars that just it pulls you back in. It it pulls you back in. And yeah, you know, Qui-Gon is is my favorite part of the Phantom Menace. He's he's my favorite J J Jedi period. So yeah, I Qui-Gon comes back, you know, you you can bet that we'd be doing like several commentary tracks and several breakdowns for his episode or episodes. Um yeah, yeah. So I I would just love for Qui-Gon to be back. If you can't tell. Um Well, we've also got some news for well, some rumors for the um Ahsoka series. Ahsoka mini series, which my guess is January twenty twenty three. It's my guess for this series to premiere. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I've made some, you know, predictions about the about the release schedule. You know, there's just like nothing for. I'm I'm, t I'm just talking talking about like live action. My guess is early to mid December for this year for the book of Boba Fett, and or in January 2022. In March of 2022, my guess is we're getting the Mandalorian back for season three. May will probably be uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, that miniseries. And then there might be a little break. Maybe we do some Marvel shows or something. I don't know. And then it may be in October. Um, Rangers of the New Republic. And then it ends 2022. And then 2023 we get um, January is Ahsoka. Uh, then, you know, we, then there's the, there's the Acolyte. Lando, you know, season four of Mandalorian, season two of Rangers, maybe season, maybe, I, I think if, if Andor is an ongoing series, I mean, it's 12 episodes, so maybe there, there's a season every two years, my guess, if, if they do decide to do another season of that, or maybe, you know, may, may maybe it's just six, six episodes, they're shooting both seasons back to back, you know, it's not unheard of, um, you know the uh, Lord of the Rings series for a a Amazon. They're shooting because like Am a Amazon spent like I think a billion dollars or something for the rights to Lord of the Rings for television. So like it, it's gonna so the show is has been confirmed to be at least five seasons, uh, and they're shooting seasons one and two back to back because that's what they did for Lord of the Rings movies and the Hobbit movies. So yeah, but anyway, so Ahsoka. Um, rumors, this is from Kessel Run Transmissions, 
just looking at oh this is a youtube video never mind i can watch the youtube video right now no um yeah so it's saying that um you know dave filoni was working on a rebels sequel series uh that has since been scrapped um you know favreau john john favreau convinced him to do it in live action and now we have ah- ah- Ahsoka, and and you know th- that's what I thought. Like as, as soon as they as as soon as like Kat- Kathleen Kennedy said, you know we're doing two. We got two new Ma- Mandalorian spinoff series, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. My first thought ab- about Rangers was that's awesome. It's different. I love it. And, and my first thought for Ahsoka was that is Rebel season five. Uh, or the, the, the Rebels sequel. Like, that is what I always thought the series was going to be. There's just really no other way to do it. If it's in the timeline of the Mandalorian, we know we're getting Thrawn. Like, th- this is what's going to help set it up. And this is what's going to help set up this uh, universe. Is, like, Thrawn is just, like, going to be the Thanos, I think. Like, that's what I think. Like, we, we, there are also some rumors this week. That this whole Mandoverse is gonna, uh, or at least D- D- Dinjarin's story could go through twenty twenty seven. You know, that's just like this. Just really t- tells me that they're doing it the right way. They're doing what Marvel did. They're building out this universe. They're starting small with the Mandalorian. And they're just branching out. You know, Marvel Infinity War was you know ten years in. And, you know, it just feels like DC and all these other franchises have been, like, doing all these, like, you know, Batman v Superman was the second movie in that universe. And it should have been, like, the fourth or the fifth. To just, and then, like, they introduced half the Justice League in an email like that—that that is how they introduce them. I, I, just so rushed, just so rushed. And like the news today that uh, Ray Fisher was has been fired as cyborg. Just like this, the DC use a mess. It's a mess. All right, but yeah, um, it's also being reported in this that we're gonna see a live action Sabine Wren. I'm gonna gonna get live action Sabine. Oh my god! I'm so excited for all these things to come together. So like, just what I think. I think that like all these things that are gonna come together in live action. You know, obviously, of course, like it's the building blocks of this uh, Mandoverse were the Clone Wars and uh, the Rebels, and now the Bad Batch. Just Clone Wars season eight, and I have the bad batch in there because like Fennec Shan is going to be in that show, and and of course this is the sequel to Return of, of the Jedi, um, you know, and and I, I hate to say that I hate to say that because like I, I love the Force Awakens, but it's they're just truly I, I take what we've gotten with just two seasons of Mandalorian over, over the sequels. And I, I was not expecting to feel that way, but I am. I'm feeling that way. Um, yeah, it just seems like, you know, they got everything together. Like, they've got their 
like Favreau and Filoni, you know, they're doing, it's, it's, it kind of seems like, of course, like they're all working on all of them, but it kind of seems like, you know, Favreau's working on, like his main two are the Mandalorian and Rangers of the New Republic. And Filoni, while he's still involved in those, in those other two shows, his main focus right now is Ahsoka. And then when Ahsoka ends, he'll be back with Rangers and Mando. And then you've also got Robert Rodriguez with also, of course, Favreau and Filoni. And, uh, they're, they're, and he's doing the Book of Boba Fett. So, like, there's just all of these things that are coming together in just such a beautiful way. Like, they're just building it out. They're building it out so, so well. And, you know, this kind of seems like what they were trying to do with Justice League was, like, they had the Mandalorian... And, like, what they did in Justice League, as, as, as opposed to what Marvel did, was they introduced all the characters in Justice League. And then now, like, they've gotten their own franchises, except for Cyborg. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Flash movie's coming soon, which I'm pretty excited for, but less excited for. But, yeah, I, I, this is just them doing it right. They're introducing all these characters, like, Ahsoka was in one episode. Um... But Boba Fett, yeah, he was technically in five episodes. I mean, he, we saw his boots in The Gunslinger. We saw his face for the first time in The Marshal. Uh, he he was the main part of the tragedy. He was, he was there for a little bit. He had some lines, but not too many, in, uh, in The Believer. And then The Rescue. He was in it for, like, five, six minutes at the beginning. And then, of course, in the credit sequence. But, you know, they're all just in... They're doing their own thing. And I, you know, I love that. I, I love that. So, yes, Ahsoka just needs to be Rebel Season 5. Or if you want to do that, okay, so there's seven seasons of Clone Wars. Bad Batch is Season 8. Rebels is Seasons 9 through 12. So this is technically, I guess, the Clone Wars Season 13. Um, Ahsoka, it's live action now. It's live action now. But, yeah, I, I love this. I love this a lot. Um, I, I never thought they would have Ahsoka played by both Rosario Dawson and, um, Ashley Eckstein at the same time. You know, I, I just never thought that they would have um, like the the Rebel sequel series going on at the same time as Ahsoka, it it the this makes a lot of sense. This makes a a, a a lot of sense. And maybe you know after this, Ahsoka will then get a different series. Um, know that you know I the, 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 that's just what I think. That's what I think. Um, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. So now let's talk about. Uh, some of this Kevin Feige news. Got to get to the article again. Um, oh, also, uh, Rosario Dawson liked a tweet uh, saying that um, it was like report Sabine Wren will be live action in the Ahsoka series, and she liked it. Um, Rosario Dawson did, and of course she does play live action Ahsoka Tano. So... Yeah, there's just so much there about all of it. 
yeah. Let's look. Yeah, so and that just pre 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 pretty much confirms it for me that they're doing that. Uh, so we got a report from, Ver well, Kevin Feige has been doing a whole bunch of press this week for WandaVision. And, like, more than he's done, like, I, I don't remember him doing all this press for, like, Endgame or Spider-Man Far From Home. Like, he, he did maybe one interview for those, but this is just insane. Uh, but Variety asked him about the recent rumor that Loki writer Michael Waldron is writing his Star Wars movie. And he says, I'm gonna gonna quote the whole thing. We're thinking that we're not, that is, um, everything you've heard about that has already been leaked. It's not stuff we've officially announced or gotten into, so suffice to say, the focus is on all the number of Marvel things we're working on. The what, where, when, and how of, of that Star Wars movie, I don't know. I'm excited for the book of Boba Fett, and the Rogue One show, and the Obi-Wan show, and Patty's movie, and Patty's movie, and Taika's movie, F after Thor, Love, and Thunder, of course. So, he didn't confirm, and this is Feige. Feige knows all. He's, like, the master of dodging movie questions, whether it comes to Marvel, and now it turns out Star Wars. So, yeah, there's just... He didn't deny it. He didn't deny it. But there is maybe something there. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. So now let's get into all this gaming news for this week because there is so much gaming news. Um, well, I'm got these three articles here pulled up from StarWars.com. So the Monday through Wednesday, uh, Monday was the announcement of Lucasfilm Games. Tuesday was the announcement of a new Indiana Jones title, and then yesterday or two days ago on Wednesday. Uh, was the announcement of a brand new Star Wars game. So, not heard, heard, well, heard about that, but um, Wednesday, or Monday, they announced, well, Lucasfilm announced Lucasfilm Games, which is a rebranding of LucasArts, which was um, kind of just fizzled out when Disney bought Lucasfilm in 2012, and, you know, because they wanted the exclusivity of it to make more money. Um, so, EA got the rights to the Star Wars video games to produce them and be like the, the sole proprietor of Star Wars vi video games. Uh, that is no longer the case. What's happening now is um, Lucasfilm games will kind of be like, like if, if a video game developer wants to make a Star Wars game, they're probably going to get to make that game. And I feel like EA, you know, Battlefront, the first one in 2015, was not that good. Battlefront 2, it took like two and a half, three years, but it got there to becoming a really good game. Fallen Order was awesome. It won Game of the Year. Squadrons, I've enjoyed. So this is like four games in eight years. That's not many. <laughs> it's not many at all. Um, yeah, I'm... Very excited to see what the future of... So, alright, here's the official announcement 
Uh, StarWars.com is thrilled to reveal that Lucasfilm Games is now the official identity for all gaming titles from Lucasfilm, a name that encompasses their company's rich catalog of video games and its eye toward the future. So, an unprecedented phase of creativity is what they call it, uh, developed in collaboration with the finest studios across the industry. So yeah, so we got two game announcements already. Um, Bethesda Softworks, uh, and who else is working on this? Uh, Machine Games are developing with Lucasfilm Games the um, an, an Indiana Jones game, a standalone game. Uh, this is probably canon. So we will be, of course, talking about this as you know, Indiana Jones are the dreams of Han Solo when he's in Carbonite, which, which makes it canon. Uh, yeah, so this is just very exciting. I, I, I love Indiana Jones. It's never been in, like, my top five, fran like, my top three right now. Well, my top five are, uh, in this order right now, Marvel, Star Wars, Middle Earth, Fast and Furious, and then, uh, The Wizarding World. Say Marvel right now is number one because, you know, we're getting WandaVision, just the hype for that. You know, Star Wars for, like, three or four months in there that was number one for me when there was all the mando hype and all that you know i'm still so excited like I, for me it just goes so much back and forth between marvel and star wars i'm sure when the bad batch is about to come out it'll go back up to star wars um yeah so machine games and bethesda are doing an indiana jones game uh this game is, is executive produced by todd howard Let's look up him. Uh, I guess I don't know anything about really the, the the video game stuff. So let's just see. Uh, what games he has worked on? Okay, so he's been doing like uh Elder Scrolls, some of the Skyrim games, uh, Fallout. I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of these games. Really, just the, the only games I play are Star Wars games. I'm just not that into video games. So, yeah. Um, and, of course, on his Wikipedia, the last thing there is Untitled Indiana Jones Project. So, that is, you know, very exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this, indie, for this indie game. I, I, I hope it's more than just, like, a tie-in for the movie. Because it says that this is a standalone adventure. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, maybe there, there will be some hints in this for Indy 5, but my guess is this is going to be its its own thing for the most part. And I'm excited for that. Now, here we go with the Star Wars game. Uh, Ubisoft. This game is developed by Ubisoft and... Scroll down. Uh, massive Entertainment. They are, are teaming up with Lucasfilm Games to produce an all-new, story-driven, open-world Star Wars game. And, oh, I'm so excited. I love Fallen Order so much. Like, oh, I, Fallen Order is one of my favorite Star Wars stories. Like, period, full stop. I, I love that game so much. And I'm so, so excited to get to see, like, this new game, and you know, Fallen Order was not really um, open world. You know, there you could go to like 
a few places on like five planets six seven planets but like that was it like there like i really hope that this is like truly open world you know and then there, there, there'll be updates it'll start with just like you know like stuff like you need for the story and then you know a few of the classic planets you know like tatween hoth uh jaku naboo that stuff and then they'll build it out to being a truly open world game my hope for this bounty hunter i i really really want a bounty hunter game um owen and i were talking about this a couple months back like i i want like just a fully open world star wars game you can pick like Anything from, like, the four eras, you know, like, the High Republic, uh, the Clone Wars, the Galactic Civil War, and, um, the Resistance for First Order con con Conflict, which is what I call it. I, I, I know it's not the actual term, but I call it the Resistance for First Order Conflict, because it's not really a full-scale war, like, the Clone Wars or the Galactic Civil War. But, like, they've been working on this game for a year is 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 what the official announcement says but like and then well anyway that's the thing i was thinking about like this game could and like the game i would want is like truly open world this is a game that's updated with every new piece of content from like and everything from like the rise of skywalker to star wars adventures number three you know just all all of it all of canon. Um, and you can just, like, switch between maps. You can switch between, like, which part of the universe you want to play in. Just truly open world. Multiplayer. massive multiplayer. This would be just, like, the greatest game ever. Um, but, you know, my actual guess for this is this is going to be a High Republic game. Because that that's what they're working on. Right now, it's multimedia. We've heard reports of, you know, High Republic, uh, an animated series, you know, vi video games. And, of course, we we're getting The Acolyte, which is set uh, in the High Republic era, which we know um, the, the series The Acolyte set f 50 years before The Phantom Menace, which that has to be about Plagueis, right? Like, it, it, it has to be, to be about Plagueis. Um, yeah, that is, I'm excited. So, EA will still, so the announcement from EA said that they are working, that they will c continue their contract, their, which expires in uh, two years. So, my guess is that EA is going to produce uh, Fallen Order 2. And that's going to be probably the last game. Maybe they'll make a Fallen Order tr trilogy. Um, yeah, I, I may, maybe a third Battlefront game. But, you know, I, I don't see anything else c coming out of EA. And I'm honestly tired of giving EA my money. I really do not like EA a lot. They're kind of terrible. And, you know, Fallen Order was so good because, like, EA was so, like, not involved with that game. So, yeah.
the uh yeah but I I'm very excited to see the future of Star Wars gaming holds as as long as nothing goes to CD Project Red like as 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 long as they they don't get anything I'm fine with it because you know they spend eight years working on a game comes out and it's not even finished yet it's terrible so I'm looking at you cyberpunk um but yeah let's get in the last thing for today breaking down the uh high republic number one let's talk about it let's talk about it so this is a comic just right off the bat full, full spoiler alert but uh you know people want to know the, the reading order for the high republic um, alright, so what am I going to be covering on this podcast for Higher Public? I will be covering all of the adult no novels, like Light of the Jedi, and by adult novels, pe people are wondering, like, th those are not, like, a like er erotic or anything. It's just, like, those are novels, like, written for adults who, like, like, yeah, I understand them just fine, but, like, they're they're not meant like that's where the main target audience is adults um yeah and then I'll, I'll also be reading the the adult the young adult books and uh the marvel comic i'm sure that there will be more marvel comics but this just kind of, kind of seems like if those, like, if, if the main books are movies, like, this is kind of like a TV series, like, just bridge the gap between them. And I really love that. Like, Kevin Scott just did a great job with these, uh, with, with, with this comic. And just, like, it fits so well. It's, it's, like, it ends at the same time of, um, the, the book, Light of the Jedi, uh, as spoilers skip ahead like 15 or 30 seconds like all of the Jedi like lift up their lightsabers and on the starlight beacon like of our Chris's uh, like start is like it's the official launch of, of the beacon and they'll go for light and life and that is you know really just like where the book ends and where the first comic ends but then there's a credit sequence um, where uh, Skier, this Jedi Master, who's throughout through the first issue is like training his Padawan, and um, she protects a village rather than finishing her training, and then she, um, she and Skier are summoned to Starlight Beacon by Avar Chris, and um, she makes the Padawan a knight. What was the Padawan's name? This, the Padawan's name was uh, her name was, oh, I'm forgetting the name, she, um, Trennis, that's what it was, it was Trennis, um, and then, you know, she gets knighted, and then, like, seems like Skier has this kind of same, uh, premonition of the future, so it, it kind of seems, seems like this, like, fear thing is what's gonna, like, culminate this first phase of the books and comics i'm very excited for that very excited for that um another thing i really loved uh we get to see yoda got to see yoda 
in uh, this issue, this first one, uh, he did get to talk, and like, I just like, oh, I was so happy, so happy, because he did not talk at all in Light of the Jedi. Um, so yeah, this is Yoda, like, he looks younger, yeah, you, you can tell, you can tell, he, he, he seems to be a bit taller even. So, this is just really cool. I I really like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it just kind of kind of seems like he is gonna be not really a huge part of this, which I'm very happy about. Like I think Yoda showing up in like the the end of each phase would would be good. Like, I don't, like, cause if, if, if Yoda's there throughout the whole thing, it's just gonna be crazy. Like, he's just not gonna, like, th there aren't gonna be stakes if Yoda's always around, cause we know what happens with Yoda. Like, we know that he survives, you know, that, like, he survives up to Return of, of the Jedi. So, like, if Yoda's there throughout the whole thing, there are just no stakes, no stakes at all. But, uh, yeah, like, just getting, like, visually, like, see the inside of the Starlight Beacon. I love it. I love the inside of this base. We don't get to see too much of it. But just, like, getting to just, like, see some of these moments from the book. This drawn is just perfect and you get really get the sense of just how big this thing is like i i was not expecting the starlight beacon to be this big but you know i really enjoyed it yeah so that's um i think it for the for this podcast this week um plugs at the very end of the show um of course wandavision cut coverage on the average binger and another marvel podcast we drop in that in this feed as well tonight um, yeah, this comic, five out of five by far. I, I really loved it. I, I thought it was great. Uh, great first issue of the series. Um, leave, please leave a five-star review on iTunes, and I'll read it here on the show. And it really help, helps out the show just so much more, and we get so, so many more listeners than if, if you do that. Twitter, at Tuscan Radio Pod. You guys can tweet at us on there, and then, you know, we'll respond to it and read it on the show as well. Um, so the best way to, to connect with us is on Twitter, Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network, just for posts and stuff. Kind of, kind of same as Insta as Twitter, just not not as as many connections there. Um, email is MandalorianPodcast at gmail dot com, and I'll read your email here on the show. And our website is KidCommentariesNetwork.com, and we will release all episodes on there as well. So yeah, guys, thank you guys so, so much, so, so much for listening to the podcast this week. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch, and for light and life, we are all the Republic. <laughs>